Hey guys, you're listening to Drunk and Uncultured. We are a drinking problem masquerading as a pop culture podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm Stephanie. And I, it's been a while. We have not recorded since January? Early January. Yeah, and this is our first episode back together in Chicago. Yeah, figuring out the sound and the space, so it might sound a little bit different. We're also recording in person. Yeah, we're recording in person. We're in Lindsay's guest bedroom with a air mattress looking thing on the floor. It's it's a regular mattress. It was an actual mattress. It's an actual mattress. We just had a twin size mattress on the floor. (laughs) Because that's a front bottom song. (laughs) It's also a Death Cab for Cutie song. Oh, that's fair. Um, No, the sound's probably going to be weird because there's nothing on the walls yet. Serial killer style. I only do it that way. Um, cool. We have a guest with us today. So, uh, what we'll have you do is introduce yourself. Um, so say who you are, say your favorite beer, your favorite piece of pop culture, and that's like very general. So media, movies, music, TV, whatever. Meme. Yeah, memes have been a popular one. And then, um, a weird fact about you. TikTok videos. Okay. Okay, great. Um, and if you forget, I have them. I had to think about what these questions were because sure. we haven't interviewed anyone in a while. Okay. So I had to be like, what do we ask everyone? Yeah, yeah I don't get to ask them because I don't remember them. <laughs> Different every time. Um, cool. I'm Rachel Morrison. Um, I have a beer Instagram called Beer Adjacent, formerly Beer Goggles Blog. Um, and my favorite beer is Jungle Boogie by Mars. Um, it's like my go-to I always say yeah. like there's so many but that one's good um, and then pop culture moment thing meme um, the like monkey cat meme like the white monkey cat that has like this spread out like oh, so yeah. old yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's still mm-hmm. funny to me um, <laughs> and so that's that's what first came to mind um, and then I'm like weird fact about myself um, I am a published poet when I was eight years old I was like I won a poetry contest. Oh, cool. So that that is a good fact. That's a good one. <laughs> unexpected. A rhyming poetry? Or it was, was it like a, um, a acrostic poem, oh. but it did rhyme. So it was <laughs> wow. like pretty you creative. you were doing the most. <laughs> yeah, it really yeah. was. God, I remember like having to write acrostics all the time yeah. back in like Or like seven. a haiku or something <laughs> yeah. weird oh, yeah. and nonsensical. It was a big thing in like grade school. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> Um, so Steph, what are we drinking today? So today we're drinking Otter Space from Humble Sea out in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. I actually bought this when we were out together in the Bay Area at the beginning of February. So it's not that old. It's not that old. It was pretty fresh when we picked it's it still, up. It's but still <laughs> March. Um, I also picked this for today because I love Humble Sea's uh, can artwork because it's very cute. It's got some otters in spacesuits. Well, not. Those are basically spacesuits. I mean, it's just the <laughs> it's just the, the helmet. helmet. <laughs> Close enough. It's good. Um, okay, cool. This is a double dry hopped, foggy IPA, which is you know the humble seas term basically for a hazy IPA. It's made with Citra, Galaxy, and Pacific Jade hops. I get a little funkiness from it, like a little musk, which is kind of nice because like. With dry, double dry hops, you tend to like only get juice forward. Yeah. Um, it's nice that it's got like a hoppy flavor, and then it's got that kind of like funkiness to it, and it's I think it's kind of dry. That's one of the cool things I think about Humble Sea in general is they're they double dry hop a lot of their beers, but you don't get that like wash of flavor mm-hmm. as I always call it. So like 
Sometimes you'll get double dry hop beers and all you taste is like citrus. Yeah. And it's a very, it's like a soft citrus note that runs throughout. But Humble Sea does a good job of kind of balancing that out where you don't lose the actual like hop flavors and like the the other ingredients going in. So you're not just like, not just a wash of citrus. Yeah. This is double dry hop with Citra, Galaxy, oh, you said that in Pacific Jade. Yes, I did. I know. I realized that as I got to Pacific Jade, I was like, oh, you said that. (laughs) Is it Morris Otter? Is that part of that name, or is it just Otter Space? That's it's just, just Otter, otter Space. space. But m- maybe they put that in here, and that's why they call it. And like otter. every time I see that, I like assume, but no. All right, Steph, do you have three words? Yeah. So I probably also should have explained. So we like to try to <laughs> describe a beer in three words. Okay. We can repeat words; it's fine. Like sure. sometimes we all get the same kind of notes from it, but we as just long try as to. It's like not in the name. Yeah, you can't use otter or space. Okay. Not that you would. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait. <laughs> We've run into that problem where, like, if it's like a coffee beer, like a coffee, coffee is, in the name, coffee sure. and cigarettes, where it's like coffee and smoked, and you yeah. can't say it. It's a smoked either. porter that yeah. has coffee in it, so you can't say coffee or smoky. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say clean. I'm going to say balanced. I'm gonna say I kind of get like a lemony citrus, not like an orangey citrus. I kind of get lemony. That's interesting. Yeah. I know it is. I agree that it's like, okay, I'll try it in three words before I ramble. Um, I always get like subtle grape, like subtle grapefruit. Mm-hmm. And I kind of get like musky. Yeah. 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 I would say like musky. I get the grapefruit a lot mm-hmm. actually now that you like said that fruit. Yeah. Because it's kind of got like that tartness. Mm-hmm. Um, so balanced musky. And I'm going to say crisp. I like it. Yeah. I like it. This is a good beer. It is, <laughs> it was is, really good. I, um, I picked this up last... They had this last year when I came out to SF, too. Yeah. I think I brought some of this. They do this one pretty regularly. I think it's one of their, like, staples. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. They they do so many beers there. Yeah. Um, it's like they're one of, like, those powerhouses that, like, every oh, yeah. week... I feel like every week there's release. four releases. It's That's crazy. Awesome. I get emails from them, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I can't go there anymore. Right. Um, cool. So let's do it. Yeah. So Rachel, you, I know you've obviously worked in beer well, media. Do you want to intro? Like why? Oh, I mean, it's March. It's <laughs> women's month. Is that what I'm, is that why we're doing this? I don't know. I mean, I think it's, like it's, in honor of, it's like in honor of that, I think. Okay. We didn't talk about this ahead of time, so sorry. I, <laughs> I mean, we've been wanting to do like a female in beer industry, okay, like women in beer um, episode for a while. Yeah, and now that I'm back, it like kind of makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah, totally excited to have you on to talk about yeah. this. No, I was like stoked when you texted me because I feel like yeah. I was like on my at a bachelor party, which was a whole different thing um, <laughs> in Palm Springs, and uh, it's like I feel like I love like I was like I've been on very few podcasts and so I was super excited and I feel like I celebrate women's history mm-hmm. like women's history month but then international women's day is like genuinely my favorite holiday like I make a whole day of it I'm like super obnoxious about it and so what did you like, do yesterday to celebrate so I um there's this event in 1871 which is like this startup incubator in the merchandise mart I used to work in the building and so oh, that's okay. how I first heard about yeah. it but they Wait, just I have think- I'm like my work is doing an event with that. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, they're awesome. Like it's this incredible space. It's like 
co-working but also just like any kind of stage like startup mostly on the tech side and so they do this programming for international women's day and like it's been going on i mean i've probably been doing it for five years and it's like went virtual it came back you know and so it's like you go and there's like keynote speakers and they just like you know free food coffee all the stuff um and you can do either like a leadership track or a founder's track and so for four years i did the leadership track because i was like working in corporate and then this year I went to like the founders tracks. So I'm trying to start my own business. So it was like totally different. A little bit of imposter syndrome, but like still fun. <laughs> like still a nice like that's awesome celebration of the day. So yeah. That's a much cooler so. way than I spent it working. <laughs> so yeah, I worked. Um, <laughs> it's a Wednesday, you know. <laughs> I had the day off because I'm not working right now. <laughs> More productive, I think, yeah. than me working. Sure, sure. So I was gonna say I sat around at the office, yeah, drank some energy drinks, nice. you know. The regular day at work. I chewed a bunch of gum. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so you've worked you've worked in the beer industry and doing beer media for a while. So how did you first get in like interested and involved with beer as a whole? Yeah. So I um, had a coworker who homebrewed. And I thought that was really cool. It was like the only person I knew who did it. And I'd always be like, I want to homebrew. That sounds so interesting. Mm-hmm. And like finally he was like, you're all talk. He's like, I'm coming to the city. I'm helping you buy all the equipment. We're going to do the first homebrew and then you can like finally do it. And I was like, say less, like, let's do this. And so he came to the city. He lived in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. I worked out in the suburbs. And um, we brewed a, I believe it was a pale ale. It was like the first beer we brewed because that's like a style that I love. And um, I immediately started a blog after like one homebrew. <laughs> I was like, because I know enough, right? Yeah. And so I started this blog and that kind of turned into like, I started this Instagram. I used to have a taco Instagram called Taco Diet. Which, like, resulted in me eating far too many tacos, and I was like, I cannot do this any longer. So I just switched the handle to, like, Beer Goggles blog at the time, and then was doing my own thing. So I was, like, running my own blog, I was posting on Instagram. It started to, like, gain some momentum Mm -hmm. somewhat early on, Um, and then kind of within that time span was approached by Mike Soler from Porch Drinking, Mm -hmm. and he was like, hey, do you want to write for Porch Drinking? And I, like, immediately deleted my blog started writing for Porch Drinking, like, pretty impulsive person in general. Um, But it kind of just, like, continued to progress there because I feel like I had some recognition from my own stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when I started writing for Porch Drinking, it just was, like, a really awesome way to not only meet people in the industry, but also, like, I feel like just bringing that up, like, people reacted differently than just, like, unfortunately a woman, like, walking into a brewery asking for recommendations. And so it was a nice kind of intro in that way. Um, And it's just opened some really cool doors. Like, I've met a ton of great people. I've Mm -hmm. done some podcasts, done a radio segment, like, done some really exciting things. Um, And been to some really cool events. Um, and, And so now it's, like, this really interesting thing of, like, I, like, you know, was unexpectedly laid off my job and, you know, was, like, scared and, like, what do I do now? And I feel like I've leaned on the beer industry of, like, this is an industry I love. It's an industry I've been in for the last five years in kind of different capacities. And so I'm now kind of turning that into, like, what would that look like full-time or what mm-hmm. could that look like, like, starting my own thing? Yeah. Um, so it's very, it's, like, the beginning, still figuring all those things out, but it's exciting and I feel like I'm, like, finally, like, allowing myself to try to do that where it was always kind of back in my mind, like what would that look like? Could I yeah. do it on the side? So it's, yeah. It's kind of funny how it takes like a big life change to like take the plunge in something that you've like yes. <laughs> always been like thinking about mm-hmm, or totally. talking about doing and then yeah. you're like, well, fuck. Yeah. And it's like just, just trying to take that spin though too. of just kind of like, oh, you know, kind of shitty, but also like, 
I've had this domain for two years that mm-hmm. I like of this website yeah. that I have not yet built. So it's like, all right, cool. Like, <laughs> that feels, that feels <laughs> familiar. That's all right. <laughs> right? So we had to take the domain. As if, I think we took the domain off of our like end plug because we've had we have, a domain, but there's, there's nothing There's there. nothing there. It's, there's not even a website. Trust me. I'm like, <laughs> one are we paying this month. for a website builder? Yes. Yep. Have yep. I used it? once yeah no it's the exact same thing i like just switched to finally so i'm like so i need to unsubscribe to the last one yeah. use this one mm-hmm. it's wild but because you've been doing a lot when since you you know unexpectedly got laid off you're doing the most you just did yoga teacher training you work yeah. at zen yoga garage yes you're doing beer media so i don't know how to sit still like i feel like <laughs> genuine um, and so I feel like it's this funny thing of like, oh, I've like, like a, a few days from now, it'll be like four months that I like haven't had a job. And so I feel like it's like, oh, what have I done? And I think to that point, it's like, right when it happened, I, there was a 200 hour yoga teacher training, which I had never done. I've just been teaching fitness classes in like different capacities, like at yoga studios. Mm-hmm. So I teach like a high intensity, like hot yoga with weights. It's horrible. Like I've done, I've, I've, done actually, like, I've taken burn. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So it's, it's a great workout. Yeah. It's like amazing high energy, but like, I like to warn people cause I kind of like slide past and I'm like, I teach yoga and it's like, it's a very intense type of like yoga. Yeah. Burn is intense. It's wild. Back when um, I did class pass, I used to go yeah. to Zen yoga. Yeah. Class, so. There's so many class pass people in, in like my class specifically, but, uh, but no, it's like, I'm not, I'm not good at sitting still to begin with, but it's also been, I've been really grateful that it's like, I have like the fitness stuff and the beer stuff. So it hasn't felt like, oh my God, what do I do now? Like, what are my other passions? It's like, well, I've had those. Mm -hmm. And so it's like to the point too, where other people are like, oh, you did a different job. And I'm like, yeah, like, like I was like, these have never been, I'm like, I teach one yoga class a week. I do, you know, the beer stuff kind of as it comes Mm -hmm. up. So, um, so yeah, it's certainly been busy, but I feel like it's, um, I'm like happy that (laughs) it's been busy and stayed busy. So. Can you talk a little bit about porch drinking as a whole? And I know obviously like the two of us and a lot of people that are familiar with the beer world know Mike pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's you know, blowing up on TikTok. Yeah. So <laughs> dude's doing the most Dude, out there. I'm not going to lie. Every time he posts one, I'm like, damn, that was such a good idea. Right? No, it's like every time I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, being great. a marketing person, you come up with these like, things. He posts yeah, around like, us. Like, uh, it was the Pedro Pascal, Nicolas Cage meme. Uh, and it's like me... Friends, friends visiting from out of town. Yeah, friends visiting from out of town. Me about to buy them a shot of yep. Malort. And like, God, that was such a good post. I yep. really like don't know how I didn't think of yeah. it. I'm so jealous of Yeah. He, I feel like he, I agree. It's like he has this amazing background at like Sprout Social, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like he, like, he knows social media. Yeah. And yeah. it's like really cool to see that like transitioning to another platform. So I feel like it's one where, I mean, for me, it's like portraying. Like I, I, the, best like thing I can say is just like the people I've met through it and like the opportunities that it's presented are out of control like this just happened today and like I fully like can like give credit to porch tricking but I was invited to like the cider summit recently or oh, cider water, one of those things which is cool right yeah however so I, I don't I know nothing about cider it's not my first choice right yeah. it's like a little bit sweet for in my taste like whatever and so I go and there's this line wrapping around the summit and like my friend who I brought with me were like what is it like again we know nothing about cider so we're like should we get in the line do we skip it like whatever it was kind of much smaller compared to beer festivals so we stand in the line so I'm like we've tried everything else like kind of all the same like overgeneralizing cider right now but so we go in this line and it's called Romley Cider they're based, they're, they're out of Normandy, France, and okay, they wow. are at this, like, cider event because they're really trying to get into Vinny's. Um, I think they only, right now, distribute in New York and Pennsylvania and, like, one other spot. 
and it was it blew me away like I was like I have never in my life tasted a cider that was this incredible and because I'm like you know my schedule's pretty open I'm trying to be a little bit just like more impulsive I guess I like talked to this woman who does PR for Robley I'm like hey like I have a wedding in Scotland in May I was like do you guys like do tours at the cidery in Normandy France because I'm already gonna be over there and she's like yeah and like we could like post you up in the in the family farm and you could like meet Benjamin's sister he's the producer of the cider and so like we've been talking back and forth on Instagram and today I was like hey just following up I should probably like get my flights figured out at this point I'm like this isn't happening she responds she's like oh it's 100% happening like Benjamin's so excited so I was like am I gonna stay at like a cidery in Normandy like in May just because I was like that's fantastic I'm from Borstringing do you guys want to you know do an article or do a showcase that's so cool so it's exciting (laughs) like We'll see, like what comes of this, but that's. I think the coolest thing I've heard. That's yeah, <laughs> the beer industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, hold please. So, I'm gonna get over the <clears throat> While we're talking about porch drinking, how have you felt about like the reception for your articles and like what you've written? as compared to like other people that write for it, especially like other men. Yeah. Because porch drinking is not just based in the Midwest. I mean, we know a lot of the Midwest crew, Mm -hmm. just because, like, everybody's in Chicago. But, like, (laughs) obviously it's a much larger organization. Yeah. I think what's nice is it's this funny thing of, like, they have their, like, the content and what they want to, like, put out in the world. They have these, like, standardized, like, templates of articles. But they're also very receptive of, like, pitch what you want to write about, Mm -hmm. uh, which is nice. And so I think, like, in terms of... What's been interesting is I feel like I've been on a bit of a lull just creatively in terms of like recent articles or what I've written, but I feel like there's been kind of an ebb and flow. I love to showcase like new brewery openings. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite one. And so I feel like in terms of like the receptiveness of that, like people are like the brewery's really stoked about it. So like we're getting this, you know, press early mm-hmm. on and we're new and we're trying to get the word out. Um, and I wouldn't say I feel any different between like me as a writer, my articles compared to like the men that write for mm-hmm. Reddit for Porch Drinking, I feel like they're also just, like, so incredible. Like, it's, like, these people that, like, I've either, some of them I know better than others, of and course. some of them, I've, you know, whatever, but I just feel like they are just very much, like, we've got you back, you mm-hmm. were a reference. Like, they're just all the things, and okay. so that's just been we so love positive. to see it. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. it is. I mean, it's we just, like, they... love to see positivity yes. and support <laughs> <each other>. Yes. <laughs> so. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome yeah. here. Yeah. What is, what's been your favorite article that you've written so far or like coverage that you've gotten to do I outside think, of like the cider festival yeah yeah I was because that will be wild um I think that two like immediately come to mind uh Moore's Brewing I just love them like and that was such a cool one because they I, were at that bottle share we did yes, right okay yeah so they're they're just like I was I had the opportunity to chat with them super early on mm-hmm. when they were first getting started and it was really cool because I kind of reached out pretty blindly but again used like porch shrinking as like that yeah. name and I was like hey we'd love to interview and highlight mores and it was like all of them were on the interview like they all jumped into the call and I was like wow I'm talking to like all of the founders of this brewery which I was like sitting there just like kind of like intimidated almost because it's like it, I just hadn't had an interview mm-hmm. of like that kind of like I don't know like that many yeah. people on the call are you familiar with mores? Morris. 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 Okay, like I thought you were... Okay, no, I thought you were talking about, like, more. Like, oh, no, yeah, okay. yeah. So, Morris is a black-owned so brewery. No. Um, they launched on Juneteenth, I want to say two years ago, I believe. I two, three years ago. Something like that? Yeah. And they are 
honestly what was so cool and like it was happening in real time even on the interview like just an incredible group of people they make really fun their beer is really it's like good. crazy good every single yeah. one I've tried I'm like blown away um and they you know there's like great stories behind the beer um it's very like mission based and they are blowing up like they are really? just in like they are in Vinny's they are at the United Center okay. they are like I mean, everywhere you can find beer, like, that's obviously not fully Where true, but, like, they um, contract brewed with 18th Street Brewery, and I believe they are in the works of, like, their own space, but they're going to keep the relationship with 18th Street as well. Okay. Um, and so I'm not sure on, like, timeline, but, uh, but yeah, they're they're amazing, like, really great. They um, make a really good brown ale. Like, yes. Brown ales, you don't see that often, but they brought a bunch of cans for us to sample at this bottle share we yeah. did. And oh, their brown ale is. I think everybody was like sending me photos. Yeah, probably did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So really, really cool. And then the other one that I think of in terms of like articles was Go Brewing, which is an NA tap room out of Naperville. Um, and that was just fun because it was different. I was like, I've never been to a fully non-alcoholic tap room. Mm-hmm. Their beers are really interesting. They are. Yeah, they like they they brought an interesting assortment to the yoga class I mm-hmm. taught. Um, one of them was literally like beta phase. Like it was like on the can. It was like, do you like this? Like we're testing this out. And I was like, mm-hmm. kind of cool to see that. Um, and so there's a range. I think there's some that I like really, really enjoy. And then others like aren't my top choice, but it's also like, and it's a hard space. Like I feel like it's one of those where it's like, it's really hard for me to find any beers that I'm like, wow, like my favorite thing ever. But I'm like appreciative of the, of the wine. I think that's super interesting. Like NA, I feel like is having sort of a moment of people mm-hmm. that like want something to drink with other people. Yeah but they don't want to drink alcohol. Like, uh, in the UK, there's this beer, I think, called Lucky Strike. Okay. That is, like, blowing up um, as a brand, and they only make one beer, um, and it's NA, and yeah. it's, like, in a lot of, like, the, the taverns um, as yeah. a non-alcoholic option instead of having, like, but, um... Like a Google's or yeah. Like something, yeah. something that no one likes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's cool. I just, I appreciate it. Like, I feel like I have people in my life who don't drink for, like, various reasons, mm-hmm. and it's, like, cool to see them having, like more options yeah, like yeah. versus like everywhere just being like here's like an afterthought right, right? so it's like I here's like, a cool. mocktail that is $13 and yes. is 79% juice yeah right. <laughs> like it's like no one wants that well it's kind of like the idea of like liquid death and why yeah. that yeah. exists of like for people to, to be able to drink and yeah. feel like they're yeah. drinking yeah. Yeah. other people and like for you not to know yeah I read once that someone got pulled over by a cop while they were on the highway while drinking a liquid death because they thought it was a beer can that's awesome. I mean, that's their whole... Right? Yeah. They, they were probably, like, stoked by that. Oh, yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, that's amazing. Um, so, I mean, we've kind of... I mean, you and I have talked about it out, just being out. Sure. But how have you kind of felt as a woman in beer media as a whole? Especially, because like, you got your start as a beer blog mm-hmm. and kind of on Instagram. Yeah. I think it's... I am lucky enough to honestly be able to say that I have not had too much of, like the shittiness or the creepiness like honestly um I feel like because I also just like shut that shit down like I feel like if people say certain things to me I'm just like nah like like this is not like I genuinely like and appreciate beer I feel like I know a lot about it like I'm not trying to you know and it's also not because I want to say that carefully because I'm also not then taking that to mean like people doing other things that are also women Mm -hmm. also in beer like I am fully supportive of the OnlyFans page like all the things right That said, I think there's, like, especially at the beginning, there was, like, some people that just were kind of weird, right? So it's, like, that definitely, that definitely happened and existed, um, and that, again, I think just it was, like, shutting it down and kind of just being, Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm, like, I'm, like, serious about this. (laughs) Like, I'm not trying to make this, like, 
anything but something I'm like passionate about and a community I care about and like want to be a part of and believe I deserve to be a part of. If anything, and I have like I'm sure that I've shared this story before, but the hardest like I guess like moment for me as like a woman like entering the beer scene was beer school that I was a part of and it was a program through COD. The program was incredible, like super grateful for it. The like instructors there, fucking awesome. Like all of it was good, but I was one of like maybe three women in the oh, entire yeah. program. And so there were certain classes, especially ones early on, where there was just a lot of like overgeneralizing, a lot of assumptions, a lot of things said that just kind of like did not have any consideration for women being beer drinkers mm-hmm. and women knowing about beer. Mm-hmm. And so I think like the one that like stuck out and the one, so it's like I also, so it's like Glen Allen, it's like COD, right? So I would like work in the merch mart, take a metro train out to Glen Allen, and my mom would pick me up to my parents for the suburbs and I would like crash in the burbs for the night. Like mm-hmm. that was my beer school setup, which I just add because I, it was ridiculous. Like it was like such a like, yeah, I was as, as usual. Right. Yeah. And so I like, remember my mom picking me up. She's like, how was beer school? And I was like, oh my God. I was like, it was so sexist because we were in this, <laughs> we were in this like lecture and there was this photo of all these women like cheersing like bottles of beer. And the instructor was like, why, um, why do you know that they don't know about beer? And of course people are like, they're women. Like, and like the answer wasn't oh, no. that the answer was like, you know, instead of pouring it into a glass or like, there was like other ways to interpret this photo, but I'm just sitting there and I'm just like sitting right there, like front and center, so excited to be there and just kind of like, oh my God, like, you know, but it's like, you feel, you feel it in like this not so subtle ways too. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean like microaggressions. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Full on aggression sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not easy, but I think the unfortunate part is like, if anything, I felt it so much worse in other industries that I'm yeah, also I mean, a part of. Yeah. So it's like, and that doesn't make it better, but it's just almost like, in my personal experience, I haven't had really terrible things happen of me being within the beer industry. Because I think most of the time people are like, oh, like, you know a lot about beer. You really mm-hmm. seem like beer. I'm like, true. Um, but, you know, it's, that could change, you know, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. I think that's like kind of, at least been my experience and I don't know if it's yours, Stephanie. It's like very individual based. Yeah. yeah. Where like, it depends on the person. Like some people are just fucking assholes. Totally. And like think that you don't know anything. Yeah. And then some people are like, oh hell yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I know like you, I don't run the Instagram, but like we've gotten some weird DMs before. Yeah. I feel like we also had a hard time being taken seriously at the beginning Especially being the only like female run beer podcast in the like in yeah, this area. Totally, There's a ton yeah. of beer podcasts and we're the only one that is like all female based, at yeah. least within yeah. this region. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would argue even larger than just Chicago. Like I, would, I, think, I think there's think probably so. two or three all female run beer podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I think we had a hard time being taken seriously and it really took I mean it took us a couple of years. Okay. To yeah. feel like accepted by yeah, like as beer media people, not just by like. And I think it's just our experience too, but yeah. like it took us a long time to get yeah. comfortable with other people in the industry. Yes. And I, I mean, <laughs> I, I will, I will fully credit like the pilot project crew. Like, oh, really, I absolutely think so. Like, like push that, us up. That also came from like having a friendship with yeah. them like we it wasn't even like we re- were reached out to them yeah. by media people like as, yeah. as media we talked to them at a beer festival and that's kind of what created our like friendship yeah. with them awesome. um and i think that i mean for sure i agree with you like dan and jordan mary like wonderful people and yeah. like have done a lot for us and like how 
we've been able to progress in this podcast with like doing interviews That's and awesome. other breweries. But I think a lot of it came from like the friendship too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to live next door to Pilot Project, and I feel like they've always been one that I just like. I spent so much time there, especially oh, yeah. 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 But I, yeah, I just like huge fans. Yeah, That's awesome. and just great people. Yeah, they're so much fun, so sweet. Yeah. But it's really fun now because I feel like within the last probably three, two years, honestly, not gonna lie, since you left. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a big group of us of like women between yeah. beer media and beer industry women yeah. that have just kind of been like, you know what? Fuck everybody else. Yeah. We're just going to start hanging out yeah. and we're going to start making this a thing about women getting to know other women yeah. within this well, space. I think that's a really good point. Cause I feel like before I left the media part of it felt competitive and like we're yeah. not, we weren't competing with anyone, no. but it felt like yeah. the social media aspect of it between the women in totally. the industry, it felt like everyone was competing against each other, yeah. and like nobody, felt, I didn't really feel like you were like shouting at other people, yeah, and like lifting up other people. And like yeah. it's kind of changed, yeah, in the last two or two and a half years, yeah, to be a lot more like friendship based, a lot more yeah. uplifting and like camaraderie. And I think everyone's just so burned out with social media as a whole that at this point, like yes. if you're not going <laughs> to use it to some benefit of at least making friends right. with people yeah. and being able to like enjoy yourself doing it like yeah yeah n- none of us are going to monetize this like yeah. we all know that yeah. <laughs> i was like hopefully maybe i will if i started this business but not the instagram piece of <laughs> yeah not, not the beer block no <laughs> certainly not certainly not but no i it is so funny we have talked about this too and like i do think it is like I can't like place it exactly where the shift happened, but very much felt yeah. that. Like I don't know if it was like when I started my Instagram, and like there was like a ton of people starting at the same mm-hmm. time, and that felt competitive, which is funny because it is like I've met so many different people, oh, yeah. and a mm-hmm. lot of which like from Instagram. So I'm super grateful for that. Yeah. There's been yeah. really incredible experiences. There's been not so great ones, yeah. and like that's just how it goes. But like I agree that there's been a huge shift on even like. It was very fascinating going to Great American Beer Festival this past year. It was, like, first time I had been. But there's, like, of course, like, beer media from all over. Yeah. And I feel like it's people I had, like, maybe seen of, heard of, but I didn't know personally. Yeah. And, so, like, you kind of got both sides, right? Yeah. Some of them were so, like, surprisingly lovely that you maybe didn't get that impression. And there was others that you're like, well, maybe what what I thought, right? So, yeah, But it's, right. like, I think it's still, I would say, more generally and definitely since that shift, it's just more of that, like, let's lift each other up, especially yeah. women in the beer industry, yeah. like, especially people of color in the beer industry, especially people, like, because, yeah, it's, like, why the fuck not? Like, it's just, it shouldn't be competitive, and it's, like, a lame thing to compete about, too. Um, so how was your first experience at GABF? It was so good. Like, we still never been, so. <laughs> so, yeah, so good. Our friends have gone before us. Yeah, yeah we're the ones it's, that have gone. <laughs> well, so, it's so funny. I feel like it was a, a similar, like, last year I went to two beer festivals for the first time and kind of made them, like, made a trip of it, made yeah. more experience of it, so I went to... You did the... Beers Without Beards. Yeah. Which, like, if anything, I'll be that? honest, Beers Without Beards, I recommend that before a Great American Beer Fest. I really... That's the one out in Maine, right? Portland, Maine, which, okay. like... I love Portland, Maine. Who knew? And it's like all women. Um, over oh, that sounds race. amazing! And so it was so cool because it was like from all over the country. There was literally people like a woman on brewery out of Brazil that was there, and they contract brew out of Great Central. So like, oh wow, yeah, it's like you can get wow. it here, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, and I'm totally blanking on the name, but it's so incredible. Um, and and yeah, so it's that was a great one. Great American Beer Fest was amazing. Um, I think especially because I went by myself technically. I was there with porch drinking, mm-hmm. and so I was, like, I was able to, like, I hung out with Emma, yeah. and, like, 
Um, and so it was really fun because I like did have people to spend time with, did do some of my own stuff. Like Great American Beer Festival, we kind of always joke. Like the whole trip we were just joking because we we're like, we did so good at GABF because we were just so worried we were going to get so drunk. That's why <laughs> so it's like we w- we just went in, we're like, we drank so much water, we yeah. like dumped so much beer, we took all the advice people gave, and like, to the point where like both days we left, we were like not even tipsy, which like some people might be like, all right, like, you know, loose up a little bit, but it's like, I'm just not trying to be like the most wasted person at this beer festival, yeah. especially being oh, in media. Yeah. I am. And, <laughs> and it's like certain times, sure, like, right? And it's like, not that I never am, but like, in that setting, oh, I was yeah. like, I'm here for, I just, there was this, yeah. like, more pressure, I guess, oh, yeah. and, and yeah. I think, too, being a woman in beer, like, yeah. there was a woman at the end of one of the nights so drunk that it was, like, so scary that I was just, like, mm-hmm. I'm just happy that I'm here to, like, set my help oh, yeah. yeah. you know yeah. what I mean, so, but it was a good experience, I, I love Denver. Um, Denver's best. Yeah. I was, uh, so I was there last year during, during. Oh, yeah, nice. was, okay. yeah. but I did not go, it was funny, because yeah. I told Stephanie, it was, like, it feels weird. I'm here. It feels weird to go without you, so I'm not going to go okay. without you. I love that. Um, I actually <laughs> told her she couldn't go without me. So. <laughs> you're like, she's well, it was funny because you were like, I mean, I would go without you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was there for like, uh, um, you were we there for King Gizzard. Yeah, and then we went to another nice. show. Okay. And so we just ended up going to like some of the events at breweries. Nice, yeah. Um, and that was fun. I mean, like King of Caracop Flowers released. Oh, oh my great God. Beer. Great beer. So One of my good. favorites. Yeah. yeah. That blew my mind. It was so, I was like, I didn't know I it's liked carrot beers. the weirdest thing. Oh, well, it's so Root has a new carrot beer. Shut up. Car- Karate Kid. It's so good. And it made me think of that beer. So oh, I'll have to try well, that. Well, yeah. to go to Forbidden Root. Yeah. Uh, I have a work event there in two weeks. Perfect. <laughs> you also live a block away. Very close. Yeah. Yeah. I know. We were, well, it's funny because we were going to, we, we actually were planning to attempt to go as media in 2020. Okay. And then obviously we had like flights, we had flights, yeah. hotels, yeah. we had flights booked and hotels booked. Yeah. yeah. And then um, obviously we could not go. So you were there last year, and then we were like, "Oh, we can go this Wait, year." Did we go to Denver in twenty twenty one? In in October, and they, uh, they weren't having they weren't having it. Oh no, oh, yeah. it was twenty twenty. It was twenty twenty. We yeah. went anyways. Just to like go, just to go. Yeah. I think it was like when it would have happened. Yeah, it was that same week. We like, would have canceled our flights and and their hotel. We ended up yeah. being like an Airbnb and just going. We need to get out. And we're yeah, just like, yeah. We'll just drink beer on this porch. Yeah, well, we literally were like, yeah, we'll. We had like a rooftop at this Airbnb. This thing was massive. Okay. It was huge. Yeah, and we got a really good deal on it, and it was like right around the corner from Great Divide. Okay. Yeah. So we were there, and we were like, shit. Worst case scenario, we get to go beers and go yeah. drink on the roof. Yeah. But then we just drank outside at all the breweries, and it was like a hundred degrees for no reason that weekend. That's amazing. No, I lo- I used to go to Denver literally every like every week Monday to Thursday for work. I oh was wow! In Denver, so I like fell in love with the city, the beer scene, like everything. So it was like nice going back because I hadn't been there since yeah. probably 20, yeah. 20 years, yeah. or eighteen or whatever. But yeah, it's like I recommend it. It's one of those funny things where it's like I think I gotta be honest, I'm burnt out from beer festivals like I feel like it's like I like I hate saying it because it's like I love beer love breweries love you know whatever but it's like they're kind of overwhelming well they're very overwhelming you get palate yeah. fatigue too yeah so like yeah. drinking so many different things yeah so many different ABVs yeah I can only drink so tired. many hazy IPA samples yeah. in a row I also or I forget what they so taste many like. stouts. Yeah, that's it. Like everyone is like faux bad but I'm like I went to faux bad twice I volunteered two years in a row yeah. which like 
Well, Stephanie's been like trying. Like we've been talking about Fobab, and I was yeah. like, I don't know that I want to drink a bunch of stout. She's like, Well, there's other barrel aged things. Like, um, the they, sour room is cool. The yeah. sour, the sour beers are great. Yeah. Ooh, like they, my chest already hurts. <laughs> it's not. I didn't have anything like super sour okay. last year. Yeah. I actually did really well at Fobab I last got, year. Like, really bad Harvard. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like being red wine. I just yeah. like. I did not get too messed up at Fobab last year. I was okay. very impressed with myself. I don't know how I did it. I went to a birthday party after and drank until like 2 a.m. Like <laughs> I was impressive. Yeah, I, I was fine. I got home, ate some dinner, and then I was like, okay, leave it. And Steve's like passed out on the couch. And I was like, well, what Steve's... did I do differently that I'm the only one that was fine? Honestly, everyone else was someone I was dating when you're the exact same situation. I was like, I have to take you home, and I'm good. Steve doesn't pour out his stouts. He was pouring was out he? stouts, yeah. Oh my god, Steve. <laughs> Him? Yeah. Steve is my dad's best friend, by the way. I know. They met on a bottle share, and my dad is obsessed with Steve. <laughs> like, it is, like, still. I, I, like, bring it up. I'm like, I'm going on this podcast. Like, you know Steve. Like, he's just like, okay. <laughs> Steve is kind of like a dad. Yeah. <laughs> he has the personality yeah. of, like, a 45 and year old man. And, and the interests. <laughs> yeah. That's just love it but he found a friend at the bottle share <laughs> but um so we were hoping to do gabf this year yeah. but our friend is getting married that weekend so okay. we're going to try to do it next year maybe 2024 something else will come up yeah, sure. yeah. it's, it's <laughs> going to be our other friend's wedding it's our like, running <laughs> joke that like we're just never going to go yeah. because we're never going to get to but then that's yeah. your whole like like i feel like everyone has that thing where yeah. it's like i've never watched this like super popular movie yeah. like that and it's like that can just be your thing like yeah that's fair <laughs> like whether you want it to or not you're like but yeah, it was weirdly. I think it was a lot of people's first GABF this year. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people I spoke with, like, yeah. they were like, "Oh yeah, first time here, whatever." I mean, it's all yeah, it's all production. But yeah. it was fun. I did, I did have a great experience, had a great time. It's just I think now that I've done it, weirdly from a lot of people I did hear like, "Go, but go for the after parties and go yeah. for yeah. the events at breweries yeah. and do all those yeah. things." So, yeah. how overwhelming is it? Insanely yeah. overwhelming. So like I. <laughs> It is so big. It, it is like, I, I think I must have walked in. I somehow must have walked in before everyone else I was meeting up with. Because mm-hmm. I just remember like walking in. And, and I feel like similar to like going to like an airport or something. I like to like get my surroundings. So, like know where I'm going. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, it's there. Now I'll go get food. And so it's like, I get there and I'm just like, there's so many activations. There's so many food trucks. There's so many people. Like I think this was like theme night was the first night. So my like, people are dressed in crazy outfits. Like. There's a million, like, it was just madness, yeah. and I think the first booth we finally ended up going to, when, like, I met up with Emma, and, like, I met, actually, yeah. I think it was just her and I the first night, and so, and she's port drinking editor, mm-hmm. and so we meet up, and we go to one of, like, the hype, like, beer things, it was, like, this beer with boba in it, genuinely amazing, like, it was, like, it was so good, and so I'm, like, happy we got it, because it ran out super fast, and that was one of the, you know, whatever, but... No, and it was it was a great time, but then it's like we did it, we did it all again the next night, and then we the funniest part is the last day we were in Denver, we just did like a brewery tour, like mm-hmm. crawl thing, and because we were so used to having like tiny pours and dumping and water, we all just collectively got so drunk the last <laughs> yeah. day in Denver. Like I ended my night at a secret concert, like should not should not have gone. Like it was concert? a secret concert. Okay. Uh she was just playing like nearby. And, it, like, everyone's like, how did you go to that concert? Yeah. I'm like, no idea. Like, no clue. Also, um, the shampoo yeah. effect, I'm sure that yes. was. Oh, yeah, that's yes. a big, that's that's a big, a big thing. It was, yeah. like, brewery one. We were like, huh. So, <laughs> still a good trip, you know, like, yeah. But This year will be your first year, Lindsay, getting to do Beer Under Glass. And yeah. she's missed it every year that she's been here. Yeah. So. My mom was in town one year. 
And then I don't. Well, it was you didn't live here. It was 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. Then it was 2020. Happened in 2020, right? Yeah, and then you were gone in 2021. Yeah, and then 2018. I don't know. I don't think we we did did it. Yeah, we did. I didn't. I think my first year was 2019. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Like that'll. That is the most. Although, is it going to be at Union Station again? So I think the conservatory (laughs) is almost done with construction. So that's the reason it was at Union last year. Okay. Because Garfield Park Conservatory, the indoor part was heavily under construction, and they're like, we can't really host sure. events okay. here. That makes more sense. Yeah. And I feel like I heard Union Station was still a great time, but I think it just I was wasn't just the same. It's not weird under glass. I'm like, it's so fun to go to the conservatory. It felt like, like just like a regular beer festival. Right? Like, beer under glass feels so unique it because is. it's the conservatory. Yeah, yeah. But when you're at Union Station, you're like, this like, could be anywhere. Running late to catch my train home. Yeah, like, this could yeah. be anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there were people like walking around needing to go to the train. Right. So it was like, <laughs> that is really, weird. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's wild. I yeah. thought yeah. they like it was. They did. Know, they closed off. it at a certain point. Okay. But beforehand, like yeah. there's just people walking around trying to get the train home. Like, <laughs> what is going on today? Well, I just missed one that was at Science and Industry, which I do oh, actually. Like I wanted. I want to do that one. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's the one that used to be at the Field Museum. Mm. Yes. And yes. they moved it to MSI. Yeah. yeah. And I've wanted to go to that. I've never made it. I've never been to MSI. And I feel like that would be like two oh my of my God. favorite things. Jet Festival and MSI. Yeah, the exhibits are like I, mostly all They're open. They're mostly all open, yeah. yeah. The Lego exhibits are, I think it might be closed Ooh, down. Either way. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Matt's a big Lego don't guy. He just, <laughs> he just bought a brand new Lego set today. Yeah. He has three he hasn't built. No. I think the exhibit is closed, so it's, you know, there's a bike exhibit, there's some bullshit. Yeah, we so don't say we all work for I will say that the, the beer festivals in the museums are highly underrated. Mm-hmm. They are so much fun. I agree. They're a blast. Because it's so unique. Yeah. I got, the first time I did the Field Museum one, I got wasted and just like walked around the exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, was, I'm not even drinking beer anymore. I'm just enjoying. No, I'm just like walking around. <laughs> I will say, I, there's one beer festival that I really miss and they don't do it anymore. Um, and I Is have, it the Ultra Fresh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was um, thinking. I was going to say, I, I like, just forgot the name of it. <laughs> um, I love that. We only went the one year. Okay. Um, what was that, like 2019? 2019. So all of the beer was kegged within one week of the festival. Wow. So there was like hot butcher beers that were yeah. kegged that morning. Right. And that was Pilot's first. Yeah. Oh, that, that was so before cool. they had even opened the We tavern. actually got tickets because I like, had known about Pilot for a reason and was like, they're going to be here. We should go and like, yeah. check them out. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. were ready to okay. check it out. Um, so yeah, there was like hot butcher. Um, awesome. They had fresh beguile beer. Mm-hmm. It was mostly hazy IPAs. Or okay. just but, regular IPAs. I mean... Fresh, hazy, it's just it's different about it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Some but of those were like kegged like within a day. Yeah. So cool. Uh, it was just a really cool festival and it was like It was super down nice by like where Goose Island is in that warehouse district. I think oh, Cobalt's nice. like right there. Yeah, yeah. So that's where they did it. It was like behind mm-hmm. some buildings. So it was, it was really like weird. a summer fest and it was just it was nice. Hot. It was hot. Yeah, it nice my like it's not you can't really call it a true beer festival. Lagunitas Beer Circus is like my favorite thing on the planet. I, I don't know I, if it's coming. Back. I don't know if it's coming back. I don't even know <laughs> what Tapper is doing. I mean, yeah, it's it's all kind of up in the air. But that was just one where I was like, where am I? Like right as we walked in, someone like bit my friend's ankle. Like, oh my god! Like, that. like oh, because of like the circus thing. Yeah, yeah. It was just <laughs> it was someone either part of the circus or just like for a second, I'm just a random person. <laughs> 
kind of though. And then it was like the circus acts were like wild. That's like wild. the it's like you got way too many beer tokens yeah. for like your entry. Like it was just crazy. But it was such a good time. I always love like Goose Island Block Party too. Uh, a, I can walk there. Yeah, it's pretty tight. Then the yeah. music lineup is always right. Yeah, fun. which I was so like thrown off because I thought Three One Two Fest was happening on Sunday, but it's like, did you look into that a little bit deeper? So it's just <laughs> gonna be specialty tappings. Yeah. So we're actually gonna go. Yeah. I'm planning to go. Yeah. yeah in the we're gonna too. we're gonna be like off color later. Oh nice. There's a they're uh, doing a punk rock art fair. Oh, what day is that? On Sunday. On Sunday. Okay. So okay. we're going to try to do 312 yep. a day at Fulton. Yeah. And then go up to. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, off color. Okay. Yeah. 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 And one of our friends that has a hot sauce company is doing off nice. color. Nice. So. Shout, shout out Kyle. Kyle. Yep. Shout out Suitsay. Shout out Kyle. Every episode, I feel like it's a Kyle shout out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what is your favorite tap room in the right now? Yeah. Right now. Like your go to. Mm. I feel like it might, it maybe has not changed because I feel like Dovetail has like a place okay. in my heart that love is just it. like, I love it so much. Their brewery tours are back and I like Ooh. forced all my friends to go recently and it's like, it's like a two and a half hour tour. Oh, like, I've never done this I feel before. like, oh, it's, it's amazing. Like it's, you, it's, you get a lot of beer, you get a glass, you always say it's like 30 bucks, but it's oh, incredible. You steal the glass? Exactly. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> You're like amazing. They just give it to you. Um, it's great, but it's just it's so cozy. It's so good. Yeah. Like I feel like we used to like go play board games there. Oh yeah. Like, like yeah. it's a good spot. Um, so that's probably my favorite. I feel like Mars similarly just love. Like, Which one? In, well, it's hard. Like I love their Bridgeport location, but it's so far from me. Mm-hmm. So I used to live in Bucktown, and I'd go to like the Life on Mars, which yeah. I did. One singular bartending shift there recently. I can't tell whether or not I'm like allowed back one in that. Um, either way, uh, if I wouldn't know. Like, um, but yeah, it's a great spot. It's super cozy and like I just love Mars beers too. Have you so. been to Life on Mars? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah we we've been there. We got okay. to the Malort Spritzer. Oh, that's right. You and mm-hmm. I went. I forgot. I, I can't remember what else. I think you were in town for Riot Fest or something. Uh, I don't think it was Riot Fest. I think it was like a work thing. Oh, I don't know. I remember we did the Malort Spritz. Yeah. That's when I flew back to San Francisco with you. Yes, that yes. is. Yeah, I think I was in town for <laughs> last summer. Day. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember we there. brought that back. Yes. yes, and I gave Mark one. And he oh, was yeah. like, fuck This you. is this <laughs> bad. Yeah, because I think you flew back and then we did that interview. Yeah, we did the interview with Mark at Standard Deviant yeah. that week. Yeah. Uh, what's yours? My favorite tap room? That's hard. The one I hang out at the most is probably Goose Island Fulton, but that's because I know everyone that works yeah. there, so it's just fun to go hang out. Yeah. So that's a place I feel comfortable going, like, by myself, because right. I know all the bartenders, yeah. so I can just go chill for hours and I yeah. bring my work laptop. Yeah. I don't feel weird sitting I there by myself. It's like, what have I been doing? But, like, <laughs> I don't know. I think my favorite tap room is, that's hard. I don't know. That's really hard. Yeah, I know. I don't think I can answer that. I, I my know. favorite doesn't exist anymore. Maybe that's why it's my favorite. Oh, favorite oh. Like it. Yeah, it might be my favorite because I. it's an easy one to say because it doesn't exist anymore. Right. Like so then independent. no one's like upset. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hot Butcher's real good though. So I, but is. the nachos, the Half Acre Lincoln, like I dream Ooh. about those and I miss them so much. Yeah. The food there was so good. It was yeah. so good. I wonder... Can't see how Hot Puncher doesn't have food right now. No, they don't. I wonder if they will. Maybe eventually. They're so popular right now that it's hard it's to like imagine. they wouldn't even, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can't get it. If you go after, like, mm-hmm. one, oh, yeah. you're not getting yeah. it. Yeah. It's crazy. 
I think if I were to like give an honest answer, it's probably Revolution and Logan or on um, Milwaukee. Is that the show? That's oh, Logan. Yeah. yeah. No, no, well, no they're, they're, they're both in Logan. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just because like the food is so good, I feel like it's a go-to. Yeah, it's a good go-to. Love going there for Rosa. Oh, oh my God! Yes, I love how everyone loves that. Beer. Right? It's well, yeah. I know some people who don't, and I'm like, I, I have never met a single person agree. that's never met Ro- that doesn't like Rosa. that's never met it's, Rosa. Yeah, yeah. They've I mean, never. They, they all know, know her. her. <laughs> no, they all know her. Oh, that makes me well, especially just like getting back from California and like coming back to Chicago. I'm like, I just want like summer. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the, the depression is real. Oh my God! Like, ugh. It's hopefully we're coming out of it. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about like favorite like favorite tap room, mine's probably Metropolitan. I was honestly gonna say that. Yeah. It's Metropolitan. I have to clarify it though, because it's not necessarily my favorite tap room, it's my favorite patio. Ooh, that's a good Like patio, that yeah. patio, like summer, like mm-hmm. I like always joke because it's like my go-to first date spot. Mm-hmm. But it's like I need to chill because it's like I've kind oh, of like God. done that a few too many times where I'm like, I'll I should probably like shake it up. My go-to um, first yeah. date spot was Beguile. Really? And okay. that was bad. Right? It's like, yeah, I, like I ran into you there one time. <laughs> you knew I was there. Yeah. <laughs> this bitch knew I was there. It was I her birthday. That. Yeah, it was my birthday. And so she walked Oh, in, I'd be there I'm too. This, <laughs> well, I'm on this date with this guy talking about the podcast. Like, at, at this moment, I am talking about the podcast. And I was yeah. like, oh, I have this podcast. I look to my side. Stephanie's standing, like, walking no. in. And then I just go back and like, and she just walked in. <laughs> So, and then he said happy birthday to her. Yeah, it was really weird. He came up to me in line for the bathroom and wished me a happy birthday. That's amazing. Um, I love it. Me and Steve <laughs> were doing the the old North Center bar crawl for my okay. birthday. So we did nice. Matt Baker and then Dovetail yeah. and Beguile. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we ended up there. That's a good... I turned 30 in July and I'm trying to think of what I want to do for my birthday. And like, I just... We'll see. I have so much time to decide, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't decide. I'm already thinking about my 30th in November. Yeah, right? If anything, maybe I'm behind. I don't know. So we'll see. Figure it out. So you're talking about starting your own business. Um, What are you kind of hoping you do with this? I understand it's going to be your beer and your marketing experience. (laughs) What, in a dream world, what would you like to make out of this? I think it's a funny thing because I think deep down, I know that over time I need to get more focused with it. But I think, like, honestly, my, like, background from, like, a marketing or career standpoint mm-hmm. like it's kind of like I have a lot of different experiences and like trying to kind of hone in on like which ones I want to focus in on but so far so like what's exciting is like I officially have an LLC like things are moving forward I saw right? that yeah, on like, Instagram yeah, it, was, like, it, was, like, it was in the middle of my like bachelor party shenanigans it was like by the way my LLC is live um back to you know tapping the kite and so we <laughs> the LLC is live the website's in the building so things are kind of going in the right direction and there's a couple of proposals out to like prospective clients oh wow which is super exciting yeah. and it's not what's, what I'm most excited about in a kind of surprising way potentially is that it's not all like beer brands mm-hmm. but it's like that's why I kind of intentionally changed my name like beer adjacent yeah. because I want to open it up to like mm-hmm. yes there's going to be this like common thread that's like beer but it's like it's going to be marketing and brand and social media and events and partnerships. So it's like, mm-hmm. yes, it'll get owned in eventually. Yeah. But like to get started, I'm just looking to get like a cast in a wide net. I, I am because it's like I want to kind of start to understand what that will look like in mm-hmm. the day to day. And I'm doing that in conjunction. I'm starting tomorrow actually um, with Sauced Market. Um, oh, so I'm going to start it, working with Sarah. Sarah's um, doesn't Kyle do Kyle does sauce? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So Sarah's so nice. I had so much fun right? with her the night we all went out. Yeah, home. so she, like she's great. And the funniest part is like I met her the weekend after losing my job. Oh and my like, god. She, I guess, like I think we'd followed each other on Instagram for a long time. Mm-hmm. It was like another like yay Instagram, I guess. Um, but it was like we meet each other, and she's kind of like, "How are things?" I'm like, "Ah, I've been better, you know, whatever." And she's like, "Oh, I can use help with sauce." So like, if you're interested, I'm like, "I'm interested." Like, because I had never been to sauce yeah. until that weekend. And being there, I was like, this is, like, the coolest market I've ever been to. Like, it was mm-hmm. so fucking awesome. And so I'm going to be helping with, like, marketing and social Amazing. and partnership. So I'm, like, stoked. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, like, that's also going to get started. But it'll be kind of, like, part-time to start yeah. different things. And so it'll be, like, in conjunction with this brand. But in terms of, like, the proposals I have out and the clients I'm talking to, like, it'll be a mix of, like, marketing and social um, consulting and programming like events so kind oh, nice. of a broad mix which is kind of exciting because every single proposal is so different but every single gives you a lot of flexibility so to do totally kind of test out what yeah. you like yeah. where you kind of want to build it where totally. you want to go yeah. yeah yeah so we'll see it feels like I, I'm hopeful that I can like spend my first client this month that's like my goal for myself mm-hmm. um and it's it's right now it's like I've just been kind of following up and it's like mm-hmm. no one said no yet so it's like there's still three kind of like in you know in the works and then it's also like I haven't even launched a website so I like yeah. to think like once more things start coming forward like there's more opportunity um but yeah I mean it's like in my mind it's kind of like I always when I think of like and I hate using the term dream job anymore because I used to say that about my past job and it's like and eh, we gotta not hold on to that like phrase. no right? one dreams of labor it's fine yeah right I'm like eh, it's been it's hanging out um but it, but no I mean it's like it is working with like I love like working with like beer brands and mm-hmm. like it, it's not necessarily even like marketing solely focused but I do think there's like an appreciation for like throwing events and mm-hmm. like partnerships and content and you know things in those spaces so that's the plan it's pretty broad still uh still still you know figuring that out but um but it's starting to feel more and more real which is mm-hmm. exciting because I think for a while it was kind of like I, like, started a newsletter, like, a couple months ago. Like, I was just trying to train to start doing yeah. some things and just start to make things feel more real. And then now it's kind of like, oh, like, as early as tomorrow or next week, there could very much be, like, okay, now I'm working now with your company with and doing, you know, so it's, like, I'm just trying to kind of, like, focus on that. No, I think it's really cool that, like, you're getting the opportunity, though, to kind of explore yeah. what's out there mm-hmm. within the beer industry. And I, I think it's really cool that you're not being pigeonholed into just beer yeah and like it's it's exciting because I feel like with the podcast it's always been beer and then we Mm -hmm. kind of like every now and then like dipped our toes out yeah it's been fun to like you know we've interviewed musicians we interviewed you know yeah yeah Uh, it's always been fun to like do that and I think it's so cool that you're getting the opportunity to like really cast like as Stephanie said cast the wide net yeah yeah and see where it lands and like what you really enjoy yeah yeah because it's like I'm very open to that like totally evolving like if I like end up having this company and it's like I have clients and like none of them are beer brands like Mm -hmm. I would be surprised if that was the turnout but it's like that doesn't mean I'm like any less excited Mm -hmm. like I think for me like I have learned that like I do like having like if anything working in the space where I was it was like I worked for companies where it was like that was the brand I was working with and Mm -hmm. for and I I'm excited for the prospect of like working with so many different ones to almost just like like stay interested and like stay yeah. excited about well, it. Well, you also so. seem like someone that likes to learn and like yes. be engaged yeah. and to like be by doing so many different things, mm-hmm. it kind of like forces you to stay like agile and like totally stay like yeah. kind of on your toes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and keep. What are you giving a work presentation right now? I know, dude, <laughs> it's like <laughs> fucking work terms right now. Right. Damn, girl. It's well, the well. startup brain. <laughs> 
You know what I mean, though. Like, totally. It's oh, just, yeah. like, I personally like that. Like, I like yeah. the opportunity to just, like, I don't, if I'm doing the same thing constantly, it's yeah. like, this fucking sucks. I'm probably I agree. I want to go do something yeah. else. Like, yeah. Yeah. I really, my, 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 um, what's the word? Mindset? Mentality? No, no, no. no. <laughs> my tendency oh, is okay. to just, like, Cut ties and like fuck it, start yeah, over. Yeah. Do something new, as think, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think it's like I don't. It's funny because I think like I didn't used to feel that way, mm-hmm. and anymore I'm almost like nothing is guaranteed. Like mm-hmm. not in like a dark or like, depressing way, but like I think I'm like becoming more like yeah. If I try something out and I don't like it, like amazing, like great, I'll do the next thing. Yeah. You know, so now like, you know you don't yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I'm I'm good with that, but yeah, yeah. All right, we are in an hour. Is there anything else you want to cover? With any yeah. other? Anything else you want to say? Any plugs? You want I, to plug the LLC? You can use this opportunity to give yourself a timeline. Be like, in two weeks. I don't know. What I, ha- I will do that because I, I need something like that. Um, <laughs> my website will be live by the end of the month. That's my goal for myself, which feels aggressive. Um, but also, <laughs> it's what? The ninth? Um, but yeah. No, yeah. Beer adjacent. It's my Instagram right now. It's the landing page. Sauce Market. Those are coming back. I'm gonna be mm-hmm. part of that. What's um, the What's the domain that you own? Um, beeradjacent.com. Okay. So like that exists. Um, I do own it, and I think I have like two web hosting platforms. Everyone's like, don't do that. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is I have an event on March 26th. It's a Sunday at 11 a.m. and it's at Go Brewing in Naperville. So like, I get it. Um, but it's a like strength and stretch class followed with like beers and it's 15 bucks. So people that are in the suburbs or don't hate traveling to the suburbs. Um, Will you send me a link send, or send the podcast? One of my friends lives yeah. in Neighborville yeah. and loves beer. No, absolutely. Um, and it's right across the street from Salomon. So it's like such a yeah, great little, a door. little area. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't know where Neighborville is. So Fair. West. <laughs> Everything is west when Everything you're right is, by the lake. Right? <laughs> West. <laughs> There's very little that is east. Yeah, that is true. Cool. Anything else you want to just drop? No. You just threw that event in at the end. I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I need to start promoting it. So. <laughs> like that. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Oh God, I have to do the ending now. Okay. <clears throat> If you enjoyed the podcast, which we hope you did, please go on your favorite podcast streaming service and give us a five-star rating. And if you're feeling extra loving today... Oh, not saucy? Not saucy, not spicy. If you're feeling extra loving today, you can leave us a written review. Um, If you're not totally comfortable leaving a review in that kind of format... Listen through the songs, and you'll hear all of our social media plugs and our contact information. And you can share the word to us directly, privately, or publicly on Instagram. That works, too. Cool. Bye. (laughs) Okay, thanks. Bye. All right, that was the episode. So we love hearing from you, um, and if you want to contact us, you can do so through our email address. It is drunkanduncultured at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook at Drunk and Uncultured Podcast. Our Instagram is drunkanduncultured. And our Twitter is drunkuncultured. No and. And as always, I'm Lindsay, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and untapped at Lindsay Sold Out. 
and I'm Stephanie, and you can find me on Untapped, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr as underscore Stephen Color. And you can also follow my concert Instagram at Shitty Concert Blog. Stay drunk, guys. See you next time.